last night I was like, the end of this podcast, I'm not going to smoke for the first five minutes and just see what that's like, but no. I only said that because it was one in the morning and I was violently high in bed. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of the podcast. Um, thank you all you guys for ha- coming and hanging out today. I'm excited to chill and get a little session and have some fun. Uh, but before we get into it today, uh, don't forget we have the Connoisseur Smoke Drop coming up. I'm going to be shipping that this following week, so I'm shipping that in like six or seven days. Um, probably going to ship it like Wednesday or Thursday. And then after that, we're doing that big Sunday sale with all those cool little unicorn pieces, which means just like rare super unique pieces Mm. i give you guys a little list of what we're going to have at that sunday sale just so you can hear if there's anything you're interested in at it uh we're going to have a 10 millimeter micro honey jar recycler i don't ever make these we're going to do a miniature honey jar recycler and i think i'm going to do a full crushed opal i've never done a full crushed opal honey jar or a mini one like that so we're going to do like a mini version of a honey jar recycler full crushed opal we're gonna do a we're gonna do two 10 millimeter mini triple double solo pieces. I think one's gonna be uh, blue stardust and green stardust, full crushed opal fade. Excuse me. Um, then we're gonna have the first ever 10 millimeter micro HMR, which is the hybrid mini tube recycler. That's like that big blue piece you guys have seen me smoke on here before and the live videos. I'm gonna do a small 10 mil version of that. I've never done it before. Um, and then we're gonna have something, I don't really have a name for it, but I'm calling it a five by three right now. Um, it's an RBR I've done before, but I did it in a 14 millimeter version. It was a lot bigger. This one I'm gonna do in a 10 millimeter version. So it's gonna be five diffusers and then it's gonna have the triple drain. So like you guys see on this triple double, it just has two vortexes. The three by five will have one, two, and then a third uh, vortex down here, and it'll be taller, more narrow, and I'm going to do the first ever one of those in fully color, miniature version, and then obviously there'll be some mini double diffuse and some micro RBRs. It's going to be an insane Sunday sale of just unicorns and special pieces that I've been uh, thinking about for some of these pieces I've been thinking about for years, other pieces I've been thinking about for the last few months, but I haven't done a Sunday sale in three months, so... It's time to get back to it. I took a break from those Sunday sales, which um, I really shouldn't have because we kind of needed to keep those up. But I took a break from them just to focus on shop orders and try to get stores glass and just, you know, do whatever I could to help within our community and stores selling stuff or whatever. So, but now we're going to get back to our Sunday sales. Um, There's one other thing I think. Oh, yeah. Don't forget too, guys, make sure you check out www.bmsglass.com for any like mood mats, stickers, merch, all sorts of stuff we got on there. All right, now that we did all that stuff, let's actually get into the episode, chill and hang out. Got a bunch of different stuff on the table today. Got these two crunk collabs, which I'm going to talk about, show off, and I'm even going to sesh this yellow one right here because it was scooped by a local homie, which I'm really stoked he was able to get it. Uh, this, these collabs were set up by a collector of crunks and the crunk contacted me and I made them and that collector didn't follow through with grabbing either of the pieces. So I let my local homie, I told him, I was like, Hey, if this kid doesn't scoop, I'll let you get dibs on one, uh, before I post them up. So, um, 
local homie scooped this guy right here. So we're going to smoke that. And then Friday, we're going to have an auction on the big old ether XL double diffused, which we'll show off here as well and talk about all the little details on it and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I'm actually smoking a couple clear pieces today. We got a standard on the table and a 10 millimeter micro. Um, I'm going to sesh pretty much, um, just these two clears and this one today, but, um, the function on this crunk one is just absolutely incredible and I haven't taken a dab on it yet. So I'm really excited to, um, to sesh it and try it out. Man, Hedy Hawaii was crazy, huh guys? That was fucking nuts. I remember, uh, the day of Hedy Hawaii, like I the, the drop, which was Sunday, the fifth, it just happened. Um, I remember that morning I was like so stressed out and I was just like trying to like work and stay busy because I'm just like I didn't want to like think about the drop because it's like so much glass and I have like all of you guys out there supporting me and all these people in live they're like dude it's gonna sell out like this this and this and it was getting me stressed out because like I'm like I don't know like I feel like it was like setting me up to fail because I was like oh everyone's telling me I'm gonna do so good this is gonna go bad like and I was just telling my wife, I was like, I pray that Hedy Hawaii just sells like at least half the pieces so they can get their money back. And like, you know, I like, I'm not like, my biggest thing is I never want anyone to feel screwed. I want to just, I want it to be like, I just want to do a good job. That's it. And I want, when I work with people and make pieces and sell them, like I want people to, to be like, wow, Evan did a good job. Or like, I'm really grateful that we got to like work together and that that worked out and it sold and well, Regardless, I was really stressed out Sunday morning. I just kept looking at the clock. Okay, the drop's coming. It's happening. And then they did the VIP at like 11. And like I only saw like a couple people post up pieces. And I saw Hedy Hawaii in their live being like, oh, this one's going to make it through. And I was like, oh, fuck, VIPs aren't scooping that much. Um, and I was like all nervous. Like I was like, oh, shit, hopefully the public buys something. I don't know. I was, I was super nervous, but but it sold out. It was nuts. I did not expect it. I was telling everyone for like weeks, like, no, this won't sell out. There should be plenty of glass for everyone. I'm, I'm seeing this glass hopefully hang out for like up to two weeks. So even if you don't have money on the drop date, you can scoop something, but it sold out in seven minutes. I don't know how their website didn't crash. I don't know. Um, but what an incredibly overwhelming feeling. Um, literally just had hundreds and hundreds of comments and thousands of likes and people on the post I made about that we sold out. Oh, and here's a weird thing about me. I couldn't even read through all the comments. I used to do that. I used to read all the comments and stroke the ego and be like, oh yeah, I did good. And just like live in that moment, enjoy the success. I have this weird thing about me now where I don't, I can't like, enjoy that success the same. I can't sit there and just read comments and like stroke the ego and like get myself and be like, oh yeah, you're so good. You crushed this and that. I don't know. I don't like doing that nowadays because I feel like if I do that, like I'm, I'm pushing myself closer and closer to falling off. Like I want to keep learning every day. I want to keep growing as an artist. I want to keep building my brand and doing all this stuff. And if I'm sitting there stroking the ego, just telling myself how good I did, I feel like I'm going to get distracted from the goal at hand and that's to crush and be able to accomplish this. I just feel like the ego gets in the way so much. Back in the day, I used to just sit and read through all the comments for like hours and just smile and be like, yeah, this is awesome. Look at all these people that are stoked and like me and this and that. And 
And then I noticed I started getting so like addicted to the cell phone and Instagram and comments that like I wasn't, I was spending all my time staring at it. And I still have times when I do it now, but not as bad because I'm so on top of myself and checking myself to be like, don't sit there and just like hype up your ego and think that you're like all, all that. Like, no, you need to focus on, what are you doing, Ben? Leave it alone, bro. Um, you need to focus on your next goal and keep working and pushing forward. Like, you know, you did a good job. Now move on. Like, you don't need to sit there for hours or days and dwell on, like, I fucking crushed and bring it up. Like, my guys that came into work and stuff, like, Cormac seemed like he wanted to talk about it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, dude, it was awesome. And then we just got back to work. Like, it wasn't, like, a big celebration or anything like that. Like, we're already on a connoisseur smoke, which we're going to be done with that here in about five days. And then that's going out the door. Like, it's weird, though. Should I... um should you sit there and try to like, I mean, I know you should try to appreciate what you do and like love yourself and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that I'm not loving myself or appreciating what I do. I'm saying that like, personally, I notice myself if I get too caught up in stuff like that, I'm more focused on like my ego and not like just trying to pursue my craft. I don't know, but we all have ego and that's something we all need to work on. I talk about it constantly on here, but it's something that I really, I'm constantly working on trying to better myself and just make sure that I'm checking myself constantly and reminding myself that, yeah, you did a good job, but there's a lot more to be done and it's not over yet. This is just one small battle in a giant war. Okay. But yeah, that was crazy though. Selling out like that. Super grateful. Thank you everybody that came out and supported. That was wild. We've got like, I can't even believe how many people were up, didn't get RBRs. I didn't realize so many people were waiting to get pieces. 93 pieces sold out in seven minutes and we've had over a hundred people reach out to us that are like a little bummed out. They couldn't get an RBR and they asked when the next big drop like that is. And I don't have another big one like that planned. I'm going to be doing mostly like drops about a third to a half of that size. That was the only drop that's going to be that big this year. Everything else is going to be a bit smaller than that just because I don't normally do drops that big. That was just um, disgusting. It was huge. Uh, but I'm really happy I pulled it off and pr I am proud of myself and proud that we did it, but definitely a, uh, definitely a crazy, crazy task to take on. I remember when my wife asked me, because when we had to cancel us going to Hawaii for the Heady Hawaii drop and the show we were going to do there, we had to cancel our plans due to COVID. Um, so when that happened, we decided not to do because we were going to do a bunch of one of ones and really rare unique things for the show but since we weren't going to be there i've talked about this in another podcast i just didn't want to um i didn't want to make all those things and just send them to a show i wanted to be there to talk about these pieces i've been working on and designing so we're, we held off on that so we changed the order to a giant just rbr order and my goodness <clears throat> so so much glass so much work and it actually took me longer than i wanted it to it took me a week longer to get that drop done, but we booked this drop and all these things way before the uh, coronavirus was even ever heard of. So when it happened and we changed everything to RBRs, I essentially had to make twice the amount of glass that I was planning on making and still meet this date. And I was only a week behind on the drop date. So I'm honestly proud of myself with everything that was going on between the pandemic and you know, all the other things going on in our world right now, like still being able to get my work done and only being a week behind on a drop that side size, you know, 93 pieces hand spun. And these aren't little pieces or pendants, folks. These are fucking big pieces. They're eight, nine, 10 inches tall recyclers. Like they're not just a, a mini tube with a two old diffy. This is like, you know, 
reinforced gridded perks and you know just a light i'm not saying that like i'm not belittling anything any anyone else's work or anything that's i'm just saying that it's a lot of work to do 93 pieces like this um and all the different colors and stuff like that and it's kind of like one of the things like after this heady hawaii drop we've had fucking another hundred stores reach out like we have 170 shops on our wholesale waiting list we have 33 shops on our rotation and then we had another like hundred shops reach out over the weekend that like want glass or want to get dropped or this or that because after seeing heady hawaii sell in seven minutes now we have a bunch more shops that want to get glass and it's like people are getting mad at me because i can't get them glass and i'm like i'm literally not picking and choosing i just have a booked order i fill it and then i move on to the next one like I feel like a lot of these shops aren't like you guys, you know, they don't follow the podcast. So they don't follow my feed closely. They just look and see glass that's selling and they're like, oh, we need to get that glass. And then they, you know, reach out and try to get it. And then they get mad at us when they can't. They don't understand why they can't get the glass. I'm like, I, it's literally just me in my garage, hand making stuff. Like there's a cap on how much I can make. And I, I, and I work constantly. You know, and that's one of the reasons I work constantly too is to prove to these stores and everyone that I'm giving 110% effort. I'm dedicating 100% of my time to try and fill orders for people. I'm not taking breaks or anything. So when shops that don't know me or I don't know them and they're getting mad or sending nasty emails because they can't get an order, they don't understand. They're like, why do you pick other shops over us? I'm like, I'm not picking anyone over anyone. It's first come, first serve. Some of these shops that are getting orders right now placed this order two years ago. I have shops that have been on my waiting list for almost three years now. They've never given me money or anything, but they've just been waiting to get an order and they haven't gotten one. So that's that normal thing that I always bitch about on here. I'm really not trying to be like that, but hey, let's talk about it, right? That's what's going on. We're just talking about what's going on with our week and our day-to-day as business owners, glass blowers, dealing with customer service, dealing with stores. You never know. You guys might have a company or might eventually have a company and start running into similar things and you can take some of the experiences I'm the experiences I'm talking about, you know, and maybe bring them over into your own thing and be like, oh shit, I haven't talked about something like this happening to him. Who knows though? But yeah, trying to trying to find a way to keep all the stores and everybody happy so we can, you know, just it's, you can't keep everyone happy though. That's the thing. That's why I'm not even taking people's money or anything. People are like, well, if I put a deposit down, can we hold a spot and make and get a guaranteed order? I'm like, this is not a money thing. Like I have shops that want to pay me up front and full. And like, like if we pay you in full up front, like, and can we get for sure get an order? And I'm like, it's not even about money. It has nothing to do with any of that. I'm just trying to work through the list I have first come first serve and try to keep it as fair as possible. It's a bit discouraging sometimes. Sometimes with how crazy it gets with shops, it almost makes you just want to sell direct. But the sh- we need the shops, and the shops need us. It's a relationship. It's like yin and yang. We need each other. Um, and I want to do more direct, but at the same time, like I don't want to have to ship hundreds of pieces direct. Like It's a lot easier to ship one big box. Um, but yeah, these are just a lot of like the hurdles and kind of like the little day-to-day things we deal with as like a small glass company, but nothing that's that big of a deal. It's just, you know, these the normal motions of owning a business and if people want your product and you're unable to get it to them, you know, what do you say to people so you, they understand that you're not picking and choosing or being shitty towards them. You're just a young company that's busy and trying to find that balance. All right, well, 
we can keep talking, but let's take some dabs and stuff, and then we'll we'll keep chatting. I feel like I'm trying to figure out the format of the podcast. I'm like, should I just like talk and get into ranting right away? Or should I just start off dabbing and hanging out? Because I feel like, you know, some people, they're not about like the ranting and the talking. They don't want to listen to some guy like me, but they do want to see function. They're interested in having like a live session smoking. But what I'm doing here is way more of like, it's almost like a live journal. It's like me just kind of like reminiscing and recording my week to week, day to day or things I'm going through or remember stories throughout my life and record it, you know, in video and, and try to use a way to like explain people, explain to people in a deeper way about like, what's, you know, about my glass or my philosophy behind it or why I do what I do. And I don't know. I feel like this is just a fun way to connect with you guys. Let's hit the standard real quick. Cause she's looking too clean. Oh man. Thursday mornings. So chill. I love just relaxing, doing the podcast, session with you guys, catching up. So many of you guys reaching out and saying kind things and just, you know, like giving me your input on what we should do or change. I just, it's awesome because we're kind of building this together, guys. You know what I mean? Like the people that support this and me, like we're going to kind of build this together and have like this and man i want my plan was to start this podcast in 2020 but when i had this plan you know just like everything no one planned for covid um so this podcast has actually gotten totally kind of changed to what i thought it was going to be i thought you know we were going to be doing a lot more guests and stuff but a lot of the guests that we were going to do where everything's pretty much on hold until things get a little bit better so instead, what we're doing is you guys are just hanging out with just me, session, smoking, watching me get too stoned and talk about stuff, not make sense. I think my wife's going to come back on next week. And then we are going to do a uh, FaceTime. Uh, we're going to do different FaceTime uh, calls with people and do like little guests that way since people can't fly here, come do the podcast. It's like the everyone's like, oh, it's the best time to start a podcast. Everyone's inside. But it's also a tough time, too, because... Not I'm not dealing with this, but you look at a lot of the big podcasters and stuff, and they're like losing their sponsors and shit just because companies can't afford to pay to sponsor these podcasters and shit with everything going on. It's wild. But honestly, this podcast has um, helped me so much. We're going to smoke some Grape Nerds from Laser Cat right now. I got Grape Nerds from Laser Cat, and I also got some GMO... Um, Where's my dabber though? Shit. Wait. Oh, it's right here. I got it. We did it. Um, I don't even know what I was talking about before. But yeah, we're smoking this laser cat. It's happening. I don't usually get fruity stuff. I usually just go straight for the gas, but Scrape Nerd sounded good. And I've been buying a lot of GMO lately from Laser Cat, so I need to switch it up. Low temper. Whoa, that great nerds. <coughs> wow. That stuff is so... Derby, it tastes like uh, 
Tastes like a grape freeze pop. Like sugary grape freeze pop or something. <coughs> Whoa. <coughs> Man. The only problem with the laser cat lava rosin is that I smoke through it so fast. It's just such a fun consistency. It's all like this jelly, like gooey stuff. And it just, you just, I fly through it. Can't help it. When the terps taste that good, you just keep on fucking taking dabs. That's the issue. Since we started this podcast, I started smoking way more hash again. Not sure what happened. I think I just started like really enjoying it again. I think when my daughter first got here, I talked about this before on the podcast, but like I definitely slowed down on smoking the hash. Wasn't uh, I don't think I was just enjoying it too as much because I was so stressed all the time with the baby and you know just trying to learn how to be a parent. I didn't want to be like super stoned all the time because I'm like, what if I gotta go to the doctor's, the hospital, or we gotta do this or. But now she's almost two and, you know, me and mom are starting to really get the hang of the whole parenting thing and doing the podcast. It's like I have this time every week now where I get to sit down and sesh and enjoy Terps with you guys. So it's super chill. Yeah. All right. So let's get a dab on this crunk. I'm anxious. I'm anxious to smoke it. Um, It's Thursday right now. So nobody actually knows that this one's not going to be available. I haven't told anyone yet. They'll, I'll probably tell them on Friday or Saturday, even before the podcast comes out. But you guys will have heard by now. Um, just because I know there's a lot of people that are interested in the mini triple-double. Um, yeah, it's frustrating. The This one right here, this blue one, was the one I made for the collector that wanted the Crunk collab. Um, so... And the fact that he's not getting back and not scooping, I'm like, oh, come on, bro. Like, it's fine, though. I'm stoked that, uh, I'm so stoked how these pieces came out. These are, like, the first time I've done a bunch of different stuff. Like, I put an opal inside the perk of this one. So when you look at the foot, you see a bear paw opal, and you can see that on my Instagram at they did it. Um, and these both have colored perks. Like, the whole doer, everything's completely handmade. That's the first time I've ever done that. Um... These are all just made out of pure, blown-out color and then crunk sections. These, spe- these pieces are really special in that way that they're just like, all the time crunk puts into all the chips, there's just there's so much color and technique in every part of these pieces. And they're just made from like pure, just like raw material, like rod and milly, and it's all just blown out in shape, like no pre-made tubing or anything. This is just purely made from scratch. And completely handmade. Yeah. Definitely, when I completed these pieces, I felt pretty proud of myself because I was pretty stressed out to work on them. I got the crunk prep, and obviously I was excited to get the prep, but I was also like, whoa, like, this is fucking crunk prep. Like, this is, I mean, this is like, he's like, like the high, he's one of the highest levels. Like he's one of those dudes. Like he's like the Joe Peters of the banjos. Like that's, that's where crunk is. Like, so to be able to work at some of his prep, I was also I was excited, but man, I was like stressed and it sat here for a month before I worked it because I had to finish heady Hawaii before I got it out. And I'd never been in a situation like that. I felt so weird, basically like getting this prep from this artist that I look up to and being like, I don't have time to make this right now. I'll make it like when I finish this next order. 
because I'm so busy, oftentimes I feel like I come off like a, like I got some sort of ego or I'm a dick or like, I think I'm above someone, but I'm, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just busy. And I think a lot of the people that get frustrated with me actually just don't follow me close enough to understand that I'm, you know, I'm a little bit over my, a little bit over my head right now with work and everything that's going on. But I make videos like this and do stuff on Instagram constantly just to share it with people. So the people that do follow me closely, they're aware. You know, I'm not making excuses. I'm just being transparent. Show with everything. Show the process. Talk about it. Share with everyone what's going on. Because as much as I love building this company and it's my company, it's also everyone that supports it, you're part of it too. People that bought RBRs and throughout the years or bell recyclers or early honey jar recyclers, people that are buying pieces even today, you're, every time someone buys something, they're supporting the progression and they're supporting the company getting bigger and better and higher quality product. It's just like with like car companies and stuff too. Like people that support Tesla, like the cars will just keep getting better and better and better the more support they have and the more people buying them. So my point is, as you guys that support this podcast, my goal is for it to get better and better and better. And the people that support the, you know, support Bear Mountain Studios and my glass, the goal is for that to constantly get better and better and better. Okay, let's fucking smoke. I'm a, I'm a chatty Kathy today. Boy, oh boy. Podcast day. That's the day I get a breakfast sandwich. It's fun. It's funny how like the little things are the things that I like get all stoked on. Like, ooh, I get to get a breakfast sandwich today and a hash brown. Lucky guy. But I feel like if you don't have those little things to appreciate and look forward to, even if it's a simple thing that anyone can get, like, be excited about shit. Make an effort to be excited or to be happy about stuff. Because if you're not trying to be happy, it's hard to just do it. You gotta wanna be happy. That shit's easier said than done, though, isn't it? Man, Cormax did really good on these blowouts on these pieces. Really proud of him. Got to keep those pearls moving. They'll stick to the bottom of the nail. You get it too hot. You'll always see me in my live videos, like, smashing the nail with the torch. Oh, yeah. My uh, smoking etiquette for hash has just gone out the door. I uh, I used to have such a clean ritual where I dip the nail in ISO every time and like Q-tip it a certain way and like the temp had to be like this and all it, you know, <clears throat> nowadays I uh, just heat it up, put a timer on. Hopefully, if not, we'll just throw the hand over it. Sometimes it's hot, sometimes it's not. If it's not, you just reheat it a little bit. I definitely prefer when someone has that ritual like dialed in. Oop. But when I go hang out with people and they have like a turf slurp and they have the perfect time on it and they give it to you exactly when you're supposed to hit it. I'm like, that was like incredible. Way better than what I normally do. But what are you going to do? This is what it is, right? I'm still enjoying myself, enjoying the turps. But my ritual is messy these days. You guys hear me say that all the time. I call smoking a ritual because it's fucking what it is. It's what it is. You guys should listen to Duncan Trussell. Or if you can't listen to his podcast, at least check out his show on Netflix. Midnight Gospel. That shit's fire. Got some GMO. We're going in on this. Scooped up by my homie. I think I got the water level right. I've, I've This has never been smoked. 
<coughs> but we're about to get turpy. Got about 30 seconds, I think, left. This lava rosin is so crazy looking, though. It fucking looks like really fire, like BHO, but like the HT, like back in the day when you have the crystals and the HT and you like separate them. It's crazy how good the hash is getting. Nuts. All right. I really don't want a hot dab because I'll get too stoned too early. Still feels pretty fucking warm. All right, should be good. That GMO. <clears throat> Whoa. We're going to take a couple on this one because this is unique. Whoa. Cheers. <coughs> the restriction. On the 10 millimeter mini triple doubles, it's so unique. It this narrow can has a totally different effect than the like fatter 14 mil can. And I always have people ask, like, can you put a 14 mil in there? And I'm like, no, it's too narrow. It wouldn't fit inside of it. That's why they're 10 mil. And then the 14 mils have to go in bigger tubing, so the piece is bigger. But man, the fucking the restriction, like, I mean, effortless and just shreds, but there's like this little bit of restriction that it's not as opened up as like the normal bigger RBRs, but still effortless. And like, it feels honestly, it feels more like what, when I go sesh with like the homies and stuff and they have like, they're super just like heady pieces, like their Peter Muller's or their motherships or stuff like that. They have that little bit more restriction to them. This is a little bit more like that. Whereas like my bigger RBRs are like this like a very non-traditional hit. They're uh, so opened up and like just moving gallons of water. This feels like it has a little bit more restriction, but man, just a shredder. And I don't know if the water level, I feel like this could use a hair more water. I'm going to pull on it again and just kind of play with it and figure it out. Because I might put a little more water in there and take another dab and just see how that feels. Because it, it worked great, but I feel like it felt a little low. Do it with the cap, because that's really what I was feeling. Honestly, it looks pretty damn good. Probably could run a hair more water, but I don't know. Let's fucking see. Let's try it out, guys. That's why we're here, right? That's what the podcast is. We're playing with glass. We're going to play with function. That's what it is. I got some water right here. I'm just going to throw it in it real quick. All right, let's see if this is a little different here. Just a splash more water. Now the whole foot is full of water. Because before I had it just below like the top. Let's see how this feels. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. There's a certain feel I really that I look for on an RBR. Um, and... There's a couple different like way it's hitting. So if the water is a little bit low, it's still going to be spinning water and everything, but you're not going to have like this like 
pop or extra hard whip of water up in the top part of the drain unless you have like just a hair more water in there but it's like a balance you know it depends on what carb cap you're using that's why i always tell people when you get your rbr like even if you don't use the carb cap by scent that's totally cool grab whatever your favorite carb cap is throw it on there and uh, try a couple different water levels to find your happy zone with actually how you smoke because this is your daily driver this is the piece you're supposed to just pick up and it just every time it just goes so like and it's a recycler so we want to set that water level for how you like to smoke it's not you know like everyone has their own water level because the rbrs can handle tons of different like water levels and varieties of like you know how people hit um and most people it's about the same but you have that one friend that maybe pulls so light on it like barely pulls on it the people that smoke like that that are like really light pulls because if they pull too hard, it kind of hurts their chest or their throat when they're smoking oil. Everyone's different. You know what I mean? I don't hate on anyone you smoke how you like to smoke. Let's just have fun and get high together. But the people that like to do a really light pull, you can fill your fucking RBR up to like almost the top. You can fill it to like the top of the perk right here, like fill the whole can with water. Some people I've seen do that with their RBRs because they like a lighter pull. Other people run it just above the perk and they just pull super hard. So it's really depends on how you enjoy to smoke, but set it for your comfort. Don't set it for, you know, what you think or have been told like, oh, the water level needs to be just above the perk. Like, no, the, there's this, the RBR goes against almost every, you know, thing that people be like, oh, water just above the perk or like it has to be like this or that, like you you set the water level where you want, where you're comfortable. I like a lot of water usually in the pieces. I've been running the water level a little low because I've been rocking a lot of spinner caps lately. And I notice if you're going to use a spinner cap and you want to make that pearl spin real quick, um, you probably want to want to check that water level and make sure it's right for that spinner cap. So yeah. Well, I set the water level in this again. I want to take another dab on it because it feels like it's going to go. Like, I won't have to pull as hard, and I'll be able to just get that nice vortex chugging and just, like, basically one smooth recycling function where the water is just bubbling effortlessly, but it's moving gallons of water, and it has a, that beautiful vortex that we all love so much. Um, Mark, is this camera the one that I should probably have this turned towards this time? Okay, we'll get that better shot this time. I was a little bit out of the... I wasn't even paying attention, guys. I'm honestly all over the place. I always am, though. I really am a mess. The more of these podcasts I make, the more you guys are going to realize, like, oh, that dude's fucking crazy. He's broken. But um, I'm trying to make it. You know, crazy can make it, too, right? Just got to keep crushing. Man, I really want my new Evan Shore nails to get here. I think they're going to be here soon, though. My wife talked to him. I've said this like four episodes. So if you're waiting for Evan Shore bangers, uh, you're not the only one. <laughs> I need them so I can promote them. Like, this is not an Evan Shore. I wish it was. This is like some cheap nail I found laying around the studio, but it's a 10 mil. And it's less Chaz than my other bangers. So, yeah. That's probably hot enough. Man, our fence is almost done, guys. I know you probably don't really care and it's whatever, but you guys helped me get this fence by supporting and scooping pieces. And, you know, so I, I like to tell you, I'm stoked. My kiddo and my dogs are going to have a safe place to play. We're really trying to get our house all upgraded because with the whole pandy going on, 
it makes it uh tough to go to the parks and stuff and just let your kid feel like a kid i'm gonna smoke some of this grape nerds again this is a little bit more mild that fucking gmo honestly like rocked me and I know after this episode, I have to meet up with the homie so I can get his piece, and he's going to want to do big dabs, and I'm not ready. I don't think I can do it. I'm going to try. I better not smoke all this grapes on my wife. She really likes this. Okay, I guess we're smoking GMO after this last grape dab. Oh, man. Isn't that funny hearing someone complaining because they have to smoke too much fire hash on heady pieces in a day? It's like, oh, my day. I have to smoke weed and hash, and then I got to blow glass. I'm not complaining. I'm just talking. And I think I'm really monotone, and I usually sound maybe like I'm complaining, but I'm really trying not to. Turn this a little bit, Mark, how we look. And we got, like, a nice angle here. Sweet. Pull this mic a little bit. Take a sip of coffee. Terps. Drink some terpy Hawaiian coffee that Hetty Hawaii sent me. Okay, we got like three or four seconds here. God, that feels hot as fuck still. But the timer says it's ready. It's like grape candy. <coughs> that fucking grape nerds. Well, I guess that is grape candy. It's grape nerds. But that's what the, the flavor is or the terp or the strain name. Whatever the fuck it is. It's good. <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> so stoned. Didn't think I'd be this stoned and this far into the episode. I feel like we're not very far in. Been watching a lot of... um you know ufo stuff lately that's always fun not that i believe in anything but i don't know man you guys know about lightning bugs you ever see those lightning bugs you know you squish them your hands will glow or you put them in a mason jar you make a little put lightning bugs in a mason jar we used to do that as kids i don't know i was really high the other night and i was like thinking i was like what if like bats or owls eat too many lightning bugs and then they're then you have a glowing owl or a glowing bat, and the people are like, whoa, UFO, but it's just a, a owl that ate too many lightning bucks. I don't know. I don't think that's possible. That last dab, holy shit. Oh, I'm trying to recover and figure out even where I'm at right now. Oh, my God. I ate so much shit the other day. I hope you guys saw it. I fell on a skateboard on the Internet. We did a live video. It was like, I think it was about 12.45 at night, almost 1 in the morning. Did a hot dab, and then someone was like, do a, do a kickflip. And I was like, I was like, no, nah. I was like, it's late. I was like, I'm fat. Like, I can't do it. Like, and then a couple other people were like, no, nah, do a kickflip, dude. So, you know, peer pressure it gets us all. Um, so I was like, fine. So I set the phone down. I did the kickflip. Got it first try i was hyped i was like okay cool i don't care if it was sloppy or whatever i just at least i did it it was super late everyone knew how stoned i was oh man and then right after i did that kickflip 
I felt c- kind of cool. I was like, whoa, I'm like kind of a cool kid right now, or at least in my head. I was like, check out this big spin, though, and um, we'll see if we can do this, but uh, we have a video clip we're going to put. Actually, let's do it like this. Put it right here, maybe? Yeah, I think right there, and I'll move this way. Boom. So we'll have a video right here, hopefully. And if not, you guys are just watching me do this. But um, as you'll see over here in, in this, oh, God, I wouldn't be a good weatherman. I can't figure it out, guys. No? Okay. Boom. But, yeah, in the clip, you're going to see me eat some shit. And if you didn't see it on Instagram, um, I tried to do this big spin. And I just fall and smashed myself. Uh, and then got up immediately, and then we, we were still in live. And then we went over on the torch and we finished the spore piece. Because honestly, when it happened, it really didn't hurt too bad. Like, I was a little bit, like, sh- shook. But the next morning when I woke up, that's when I was feeling it. And then I knew. I was like, you're going to be fine. If you were, like, if it didn't hurt and you were able to blow glass right after, and then you're just, like, sore the next day. Like, when you work out really hard, you're sore the next day, too. Like, you'll heal. So, like, I'm good. But, man, like, my uh, my back and my my shoulder are a little bit... A little bit weird. I feel crooked. But yeah, it was a good time. This kind of sewer smoke drop too. We're going to be having, I'll go give you guys a little rundown of what's going to be in the drop. We're going to have um, six clear standards, six clear double diffused, four clear micros, and one clear honey jar recycler. So that's all the clear stuff. And then for color, we're going to have four colored micros. The spore is one of them. We'll have five colored standards and five colored XL double diffused. So not like a huge drop. It's like, I think around 30 pieces, but, um, a nice variety of stuff there. So hopefully anyone that didn't get anything at the heady Hawaii drop, this is like another opportunity for you guys to, uh, scoop something there. Yeah. I love the windows on these crunk collabs too. It's so cool. Like how, like the millies, like with the clear centers, they just create those little windows. Those were definitely challenging to shape. I'll tell you what, it's weird the way the glass moves, like the clear windows would get softer a lot faster cause it's just like clear, but then all the color around it would stay stiff. So like, you couldn't puff air into it. You almost had to like heat the whole thing and try to keep it all balanced, let it cool a little bit and then puff it. It was like shaping the crunk stuff. Like even though I didn't do a ton of shaping to this one, cause this one has way more shaping in it. Um, I didn't do a ton of shaping to it in this one, but I had to like get it to the right diameter and pull it down and puff it out. So there was like adjustments I had to do the tubing obviously, but either way, even just doing those adjustments and keeping everything clean and straight was, um, it's a challenge. It's a, uh, was not easy, but his prep was super clean. It's just, you know, those, the millies, you have to be like conscious of like how they're gonna, you know, all glass has a different, like level where it gets hot and moves and becomes liquid and clear is one of the softest and when it's surrounded with color you almost have like these soft spots all over the tubing that will like just puff out and i kept everything together though i'm like really proud of myself i took my time with these i and i just i got it i really like where the uh cab is placed on this one too the drain is super thick and the connection for that is super thick too. So it's, and it just fits great into like this little pocket that's made by the drain hooking back and then going into the smaller drain. And man, the function on these, I know I just did two dabs. I'm going to pull on it again, but the function on these is just 
I'm really proud of these pieces. Like if I would have showed myself this, like, you know, when I started six, seven years ago, I just wouldn't even believe that it would be something I'd be making. Just even being able to work color. It was so hard to work color in the beginning. Anyone that's just starting glass blowing, I know I got a few guys there and girls that are just starting out and you know how tough it is just to work color in the beginning. And wow, that is so fucking frothy already after just like two dabs. This has the um the twelve hole gridded shower head perk to the two eight hole discs. So this is like a mini triple double. Uh, one thing I would say for other like people you guys making recyclers out there, one thing to try if you want a little bit more aggressive of a drain, try just making that diameter of the drain just a little bit bigger. So a little bit more water flows down a little quicker. Um, slow drains are super dope. You can actually make an aggressive slow drain too. You just do these a little bit bigger and then have that return hole just be a hair smaller. Um, and the return hole being the hole right here at the bottom. But yeah, really proud of these pieces. Let's look at the uh, blue one for a minute here because this is the one that I'm most proud of. And we're going to be auctioning this off. And actually, the auction will have already happened by the time the podcast comes out. So who knows? Maybe someone will get this for a steal. That's why auctions are crazy. I was like, you sure you want to do auction? Like, I have collectors that want it. and like, But to keep it fair, like there was too many people that wanted it. Uh, and we could not figure out a fair way. I because like just having like first person to email on something like this, I don't know. So at least with the auction, it like here's the people that actually because a lot of people might just be saying they want it. Who knows? I don't know. But let me move this guy a little bit. That way we can just check out this piece. So this piece is made with the color ether. It is a semi-transparent, it's like a ghost color. So it's all transparent, but it like looks opaque until you start functioning it and using it. Um, and this ether color, like I chose to use this color because I saw similar colors in a few of the millies. And now these few millies in the piece weren't the overall millies. They were just the millies that I really like in the piece. So I used an accent color to try to make those millies pop out more. Because when I was looking at the prep, I was like, what do I love about this prep? And I was like, ooh, I really like this million, this million. And then I noticed there was a similar color in all these millies that I liked. And I was like, how do I make those millies stand out? Like, And I was like, let's use this color. And Ether, it just made, you know, it just matched like the millies that I liked so much. But it also complements all the cadmium colors, like the yellows and the oranges and the like chartreuse colors in here. It, it's a really like nice complementary color to all, oh, did you hear I said complementary? Complementary. That's how the fancy people say it. But where I come from, we say Terry. Who the fuck is Terry? Complementary. Um, but yeah, I thought it would be the you know right color to help everything else pop on the piece. And this piece also has a full ether perk all the way down. So like, you know, the whole doer, everything is ether and this is a glass alchemy color and it's all blowouts all made from rod on oh, this drain you know when i was making this piece like typically with the collabs i always do a fun drain or a fun way to display the other artists like cab or artwork or whatever and usually i do something with like a lot of symmetry i'll do like a circle and put it in the middle or i'll do some sort of thing to hold it 
Well, this time I chose to do something just a little different because the way I look at this piece, it's like so I get like a I, I like a Dr. Seuss kind of vibe. I don't even know. And I was like, maybe it doesn't need to be like a symmetrical drain. Maybe we can just put a hook like, you know, around this cab. So that's what I did. And I'm really stoked at how it like lays out. And I feel like it's like almost like this beautiful blue border around one of Kronk's cabs and it just shows it off. I don't know. I'm really, this is like one of those pieces that I'd be like, proud to show like other artists I look up to definitely a special piece um and now I'm at a point where I'm like fuck like I want to I want like micro collab I want like everyone I collab with I want like a micro RBR collab with them to have like in a display case in the studio so bad and I need to figure that out and like I basically just need to be able to buy Every time I do a collab with someone, I need to be able to buy like half of one piece, like half of a micro or something so I can have the micro because I need to find a way to have a micro with every collect, every person I collab with and just have it displayed in the studio because it'd be like a really cool thing when people come visit me to see all the different artist collabs. I can pull it out and be like, oh, this is a Karma collab from like 2000, whatever, like also too, I don't know if it'll happen by the time this comes out, but July 11th. My dude Karma has a show. I'm going to post it up on Instagram too and shout him out for it. Um, I don't have a piece going to it or anything, but um, I just, that that dude crushes and all the work he's doing with everyone and the positivity he brings, like, I got to gotta support and shout out the homie. Hopefully, I hope, you know, I hope everyone has a blast and just, you know, gets a little bit of that Karma, karma vibe to take home because... He is truly a, an awesome person. Um, and he left me some really cool gifts here. Like, we need to work together again. I've just been, um, I have a lot of people I look up to that are interested in working together or doing more collabs. And I really need to get my shit together because um, I don't want these big artists that I look up to to be, you know, get the wrong idea about me that, because, I don't know, like, I feel like other people have a way better balance. I Sometimes I feel like I'm bad at, like, what I'm doing because, like, I'm like, how do all these other guys have time to collab and, like, take on projects, but I can't even take Sunday off, you know? Um, so then maybe, I, then like then that's where I get, like, you know, maybe a little jealous or envious sometimes where I'm like, fuck, how do they have this so figured out, like, where they can take time to do collabs because I have like, I've, I have like Firefly wants to do a collab. Like Karma wants to do more collabs. Like Krunk wants to send me more prep and like chameleons and attachments to do like crazier stuff. And I have like all these people I look up to that are like giving me the opportunity to work with them. And I'm just, man, I feel like I'm not, doing my part on my end to like get back quick enough or get stuff done. But I'm making an effort, not complaining, not bitching, just being transparent, making an effort. But yeah, we're going to auction this piece. Like I said, you'll see it already have happened. Who knows what it'll go for. I have no expectations. 
maybe someone will get it for a steal and it'll be like the pandemic miracle for them. They'll be like, dude, I got my dream piece for like the, you know, a steal. Like everybody was sleeping. Like who knows? You know, I have no idea. Obviously I'm oblivious to what's happening in my own market because I didn't, I truly didn't believe the Hedy Hawaii drop was going to sell out. I had horrible anxiety about it. So much so that I was like, Cassie, I'm done doing big drops. I need to take a break because I'm going to freak out if we keep doing these big drops. Like I'm working like a crazy person, making tons of beautiful glass and just like sending it out and then just having to like be stressed that like no one's going to scoop it. I don't know. God, I love these pieces. I, I don't know. I, these are definitely a big milestone, I feel like, for me being able to do these pieces so i'm grateful for the opportunity and uh let's take another dab and i think like what we got to be pretty deep into this mark where are we at 54 minutes minutes. i knew we were getting close all right well let's uh let's do another dab and uh we'll fucking get this all finished up here see here we gotta do some gmo because i want to save the rest of those grapes for the wife the lady Man, we just had a plumber come yesterday, and he fucked up some of our shit. And I paid for, like, this five-year plan with them, and I'm like, dude, this guy's been my plumber for five years. He's blowing it already. All right, we'll figure it out, though. Um, God, I just hope they don't charge me to come back for to fix something they fucked up. Because just, just a plumber walking into your house, you're like, oh, shit, that was, like, $100. <laughs> like, they, they just said hi. What happened? Being a homeowner, I'm a I'm adulting, trying it out. Oh wait, we should have smoked the 10 mil. Yeah, we're gonna smoke the 10 mil, folks. I'm gonna move some stuff. Boom. Move that. Let's toss this bad boy up here. You know, what, what a day already. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like it's late into the afternoon with how stoned I am. I feel like my daughter's gone to bed already because I'm usually not, it's just Thursdays. Man. Well, today I'm uh, working on connoisseur smoke some more. I think I'm going to get into some more colored micros today for them. I'm actually going to be finishing up their colored micros today. And then tomorrow I'm going to be getting into their one honey jar recycler they're getting. So (coughs) there will be a honey jar recycler available. My throat is so dry. It's been a million fucking degrees lately in Colorado anyways. I'm not sure where you guys are listening from. But where I live in Colorado, it's been hot. Southern Colorado. I really had no agenda today, but that's pretty clear. If you've listened to this much of the episode, you're like, man, he didn't know what was going on today. But we did it. We hung out again, and that's all this is. We're just hanging out, catching up, sharing stories, and thinking about the week. All sorts of shit. Who knows what this podcast is? I'm just trying it out. And uh, we did the giveaway, too. That was fun. I was actually surprised how many people entered it. A lot more than I expected. 
probably because I called it like 16 hours later than I said I was going to. But hey, what are you going to do? I put too much on my plate. I need to find a balance because it's not a good thing to do. You got to... I don't know. It's just hard to... At least with giveaways and stuff. Lately, my giveaways, I've been like calling them like later than I said I was going to. But when you're a parent, it's like... Shit just happens. Kids wake up. They're crying. Gotta get a bottle. Get loose track of time. A conspiracy podcast turns on in your ear pods. They start talking about crazy shit. You're like, oh my god, I gotta get all my work done as fast as possible before the world ends. Kid wakes up again. Then you're like, oh my god, it's 11.30 at night. I was supposed to call the giveaway. But you don't want to call it that late because it's 1.30 on the East Coast. And that's like not fun for anyone. Then other times I think, man, if I call it now, at least they'll be upset late at night and wake up and start a new day fresh they didn't win. At least I don't start their day by them being like, well, I fucking lost that. That's how I'm starting my day. Lost the RBR giveaway. I tell people not to be too bummed, though, about losing those giveaways. I haven't even heated this up yet, have I? Oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> Where am I? We don't even need this tab. We're doing it, though. It's going to be hot. Or is it? I really don't know. It's going to be, no, it should be perfect. I always tell people that when they get upset they didn't win, I'm like, well, don't be too bummed. Like, 14,000 entries happened in, like, eight hours, so. And I always make sure not to ask people to do anything but leave a comment. I'm like, you don't have to repost shit. You don't have to tell your friends. You don't do anything. Just like the post and comment dibs three times and go about your day, and maybe you'll win something. That way, if you lose... You don't come at me all angry. The, I had one time I did a giveaway with um, one of my favorite shops ever, Planet Caravan. They're the best. All those guys. Make sure you check them out. They're crushing through the pandy. Um, but I did a giveaway with them, and they did, like, the coolest thing. They, like, set up this whole thing where they were going to pay for someone's tickets and fly them out to, like, a little drop they were doing with me. And then we'd, like, you know... I'd give, I had like a giveaway piece. They were going to get like a free piece and like all these things. And basically just a bad, the craziest giveaway ever. And what the people had to do is they had to make a homemade RBR. And there were so many sick entries and I wasn't clear enough with the rules and stuff. I had people 3d printing stuff that was insane. And I was like, Oh my God, I didn't say no 3d printer. I just don't think that's fair. And there was just like so much shit that happened. And Basically, a lot of people were mad when they didn't win because everyone thought they did better than another. One person made an RBR out of fruit. He was like out of town, so he couldn't make anything. So he went down to the lobby of the hotel and grabbed like all these different vegetables and fruits and fucking like put straws through them and like stuck them all together and was like doing dabs out of this fruit recycler. It was all stuck together with peanut butter. He used peanut butter to seal all the welds. It was disgusting. It was fucking crazy. 
oh, there were so many people that could have that sh- could have won, but like it was up to me to pick. So I'm like, great. And I have to like pick someone, and then everyone's gonna be salty. So never again will I, because I've had people give me opportunities to do crazy giveaways where we fly people places or all sorts of stuff. Or I've had a lot of opportunity, and I and I don't do it because most of these big giveaways are people that want to team up with me. You know, you guys would have to do something. You'd have to like make a video or make this or post this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything that requires my followers to do anything. Because as soon as you ask someone to do something and they don't win, they want to tell you why they're upset. And honestly, I'm just trying to have fun and create a fun space. So I'd rather just like not ask anyone to do anything. And then if someone is complaining, I'm like, well, that person is just probably having a bad day or something. I won't judge them by that one interaction. But yeah. All right, guys. Well, what an episode. What a mess. We did it again. Super fun. Um... Don't forget to check out www. God, I can't even talk, guys. Don't forget to check out our website, bmsglass.com. We should have a link down below as well. We got mood mats on there. I think we maybe have some shirts and stuff. I'm not sure if they're all sold out. We definitely have new stickers all the time. My wife is always putting new stickers and stuff up there. So lots of fun stuff on there. Don't forget the connoisseur smoke drop coming up. Um, Then that big Sunday sale full of very unique pieces that are stuff i've wanted to make for a while so i'm excited to share with you guys hope you have a good week everybody thanks for hanging out uh this is the what's up everybody podcast and um yeah thanks guys where's my lighter oh here it is shit